intro today. I'm too tired. I've been getting up way too early to watch the Olympics. <laughs> Sorry. Tara, I think that yawning on a podcast is kind of like sonic warfare because <laughs> yawning makes other people yawn. In fact, saying the word yawn makes other people want to yawn. Do you want to yawn? I do. Of course. Yawn. Do it. Don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, she attacked me. Victory. Yeah, you have been waking up extremely early to watch the Olympics. It's really, it's kind of weird. Uh, my mom woke up very early to watch the royal wedding, and I feel kind of the same way about that that I do about this. But that was one day. Exactly. Yeah, so this is crazier. I mean, I don't think there's anything crazy about waking up at 4 a.m. to watch a soccer game. That uh, sounds like completely normal things to do. It just, I just don't agree, especially knowing that... Um, you can get the results later. You can rewatch the game later in the afternoon. Yeah, but it's it's not the same. Uh, it, it, for this they one, they need me. They, okay, they definitely don't need you. Like they need me to watch. You know, that's it, how sports work. If it was, if one you're of, a real fan. They need you to watch. If it was one of those things where you would find out who won if you didn't watch it right in the moment, I would totally understand. I'm helping my team win. Oh, uh, okay. I'm part of the team. Uh, it's uh, an us. You know, it's a we. Shortly before this podcast, um, the U.S. won a uh, a fencing medal for the first time ever, and Tara exclaimed, "We won!" And I was, uh, and I sat to, thinking to myself, "We we didn't do anything." That that a uh, young woman from Kentucky who somehow became an excellent <laughs> fencer won. I did. I only found out about Olympic fencing that day. Well, it's like it's like I do believe in fairies. I, I do. I do. It's like I do believe in Kira, whoever. I do. I do. And then that pro- like helps her poke that other woman with a stick I... to win a gold medal. I mean, essentially, what you're believing here is in some sort of weird magic that. Oh, it like, totally is. The magic of belief, or or the magic of being a fan, I guess. Yes. Mm, okay. All right. So, Tara, you're very tired. Um, yes. Going into but it's this worth part. it for those medals just, that we win. Listeners, I mean, I understand that when your team wins a sport, there's like sort of like a, a you know, like we, we did really well this year. We're really looking towards next year. We're looking to get a new player. I understand that people do that. I am just, I've never been that guy and I find it very strange. The only time I don't find it strange is probably with the Packers because they are a like they're run publicly. So you could buy stock in that team that I get. Well, any sports fans out there will agree with me on this. I would, if I could buy stock in my team and then like be like a tiny shareholder well, in I it. Well, I mean, we pay taxes, so we. Okay, sure. So, so do I our feel like do our counts. wait? Do our taxes go towards the Olympic teams? Sure. I I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't. But if it makes you feel better about me saying we, then I'm uh, gonna say yes. I'm gonna look into that. I tr- I don't think so. If it helps you enjoy I the Olympics I, more I, with me, I I guess maybe it's just I 
don't think so. I'm standing strong. I'm saying yes. Doesn't sound right to yes. me. Okay. Well, welcome to Unloaded Questions. We're your hosts. I'm Nick. And I'm Tara. And on this podcast, uh, we ask each other hypothetical questions, answer these questions, dig ourselves down increasingly deep rabbit holes. and <laughs> Claw our way back out. <laughs> yeah. And then summarize with a plug. That's usually how it goes. That's, That's what a, we try to do, at least. Very succinct summary. <laughs> Nick, big news. Okay. Well, okay. Medium news. Uh, all right. I, uh, my expectations have gotten a little bit smaller. Well, okay. News. Does, all right. They're even smaller now. We have a TikTok. Uh, yeah. That, okay. That's medium news. We'll go, we'll go medium news. <laughs> we, just, we just got a TikTok. Mm-hmm. As in, I just made a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I had a TikTok, but... We have a TikTok now. We, the U.S., have a TikTok. Mm. Um, and for all of you listeners out there making great content, you should check it out at Unloaded Questions. On at TikTok. TikTok? Uh, On TikTok? Mm. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So I have never ticked, nor have I talked. Mm. Very bad at social media, but I'm learning. Tara is uh, a young woman with the technological skill of a late 70s. Um, <laughs> the other day I, I had, no, to, I have no retort to that because could, it's true. Just the other day, re, she was trying to fast forward the TV. Okay. Well, one second at a time. Well, that's different. That it usually isn't like that. And I had to tell her to look for the fast forward button on the remote, which only has about an eight, nine buttons on it. Okay. But I, I didn't she, know those were there. She holds it every day. But it's anyways. <laughs> Stop blowing up my spot. Okay. I made a TikTok and like it's it's a it's a bad app in the sense that it doesn't give you a tutorial. Like it should at least like tell you how to do something. It literally was like sign up, here you go, throw you into this like ridiculous world and just leave you there. I was like, I, I don't know what to press, I don't know where to go, what to look at, how do I make one of these things? I was very confused slash overwhelmed, and I had to, like, look up how to do stuff. So I was, like, just, like, playing around in the app, and you can, like, go to, like, the home page or whatever and just scroll. Sure. Like, you just scroll up, and there's a video. Yeah. And I'm saying this, like, wow, because I had never been on TikTok before. I know you make videos. Like, you splice together videos to, like, song bites or whatever. But I had never been or really seen them. So I was scrolling through, and it's so embarrassing. I was scrolling through to try to get inspiration on how to make one of these things. And I saw I saw a, a quote. Like, you can put quotes on the bottom or, like, captions or whatever, and then, like, hashtags. And it was a My Hero quote. And I was like, oh, like, this is going to be, like, a, a My Hero, like, some sort of, like, oh, I get this. I know, I know that. And so I stopped to watch it. And it's like this, it's like this Asian girl in her bedroom and it was like, but like with like a sweatshirt or whatever. And she was just like, there was just some like a scene like as the, as a sound and I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden it like cuts and she's in this like cosplay outfit, sure, like revealing outfit and like to a different song. And I was like, so thrown off guard this is a very popular TikTok video format. Yeah, well, I didn't know. Of like, sort of like, this is my, this is one me, and then it's like, boom, this is other me who's more um, uh, scantily clad. Yes. And like, hey, you do you. Go for it. Like, 
I love that for you. But I just was unprepared. And then I was like, oh, gosh. And then it just started all over again. <laughs> like, it just keeps going. Sure. And I was like, okay. So I scrolled down because I was like, oh, that's not that's not the content I was looking for. But now TikTok thinks you like that's that. the content yeah. I'm looking for. And yeah. I don't know how to tell it no. I literally was like, I thought it was also like um, swiping. So like, I there was another one of like a girl and like, I was like, oh no. So I swiped like left or right to just be like, no, I don't want to see this. But instead it like brought me to her profile. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, get me out of here. And I had to like exit out. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it got me very embarrassed. And now TikTok thinks unloaded questions as a type. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, this is, you know, algorithmic hell that you're in. Optimization hell. And I don't know how to get out of it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, sure. I don't know how, like, that's the only thing it shows me now. I'm sure like, there's. How do a... I get like the comedic ones or like the mom ones? I don't know. I'm sure there's a way on TikTok to just say that don't show me content like this and then find other TikToks and like start liking them and then it would change the algorithm towards you. Oh, okay. That's how everything, one of these things works. Okay. So it got me thinking about TikTok. Okay. <laughs> as I was very flustered trying to figure out how to get to anything else. This is a very, this is a funny intro because it really sets up a dichotomy. There's like the people who listen go, okay, I'm listening to someone who doesn't understand TikTok, try to manually explain TikTok. <laughs> so that'll be impossible and they'll hate it. And then there's the other people who haven't been on TikTok and they're not going to like it and hate it. So there's really no one for whom listen to me <laughs> explain my bad experience on TikTok will be interesting radio. So let's let's get to what you were trying to ask. Fantastic. <laughs> Great start. Uh, so pitch me a new app. So after TikTok, there'll be a new thing, right? Like yeah. we had Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and now TikTok. Mm -hmm. What's going to be like the next new or what would you want to be the next new like entertainment app or whatever? Yeah, sure. I mean, TikTok is kind of like the new Vine. Vine. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Vine even existed. Exactly. Vine used to be like a popular short-form video app that was then bought by Twitter and run into the ground and no one uses Vine anymore. So I think we need to look to the past of the internet. Ooh. Look into internet's past. To find That's dangerous. Yes, to find <laughs> Look what at its search history. Right, find what used to be hot, and see how it could come back. And I'm looking at what Gen Z culture is like. Mm -hmm. Looking at e-girls, you know. Oh, now I'm not looking at e-girls. You know what I mean? Nick. I'm like, okay, sorry. I mean, shut it down. Sorry, you know what I mean. Um, I'm I'm getting aware of what's going on in like these like deep fandom communities all these like tiktok fandom things and what's reminding me of it's like tumblr and wordpress and fan fiction and that whole thing on the internet okay. like that is that's everything it seems to be trending towards like early 2000s nerd culture yet again of like like right now people reading poetry on tiktok is probably a thing so with that in mind i think the next app for to the, the next thing is going to be long form blog entries oh no yeah, long form blog yeah, entries. it's gonna be long form blog entries it's gonna be back to people writing elaborate fan fiction probably 
able to like put music over the thing that you're reading like oh like no. so you're gonna get people like like my chemical romance is having a resurgence now <laughs> that's true so we're gonna we're gonna go back to like wordpress we're gonna oh, go back okay but can we also do it like you know how now they do like duets where it's like you can take a video and then make your video too sure. and like put it all together yeah and like a mashup kind of. Uh-huh. So if we do this long blog. Wait, <laughs> am I making this app in this? Oh, I'm pitching the app. We're I'm pitching f- the app. So right. like, yes, let's technically. Yeah, sure. We're yeah. like making it. Can it also be then that like people can animate, like can draw and like animate the pl- the post and put oh, that's it all, cool. like. So like people can put together their own. You can have like, oh, you can add a drawing to it. You can add music to it or like lines or like reading oh, people it people are or definitely like... gonna do like live action role like they're going to like do a script as a as a little skit yeah yeah sure yeah. all right i don't know what to call it Ooh. i think maybe, maybe something like word but word with where the o is a u, u so it's word and that'll be the that'll be the app yes be like, are you on word yeah yep What's the word? What's not only like that. <laughs> What's the word? It sounds like something on a PBS kids show. <laughs> I know. What's the word? I like it. Okay, good. Cool. Uh, did you have an idea for a new app? Oh, the only thing I can think of is like now that they do like TikTok is like a lot of dancing. Uh huh. Um. So I was like, what if you do it like with music, where it's like you play music and you can have duets with like making your own music. Like, I come up with, like, fun beats, and somebody else comes up with a fun beat. Someone else comes up with lyrics. I think you could do that on TikTok. I know, but, like, this would be specifically for that. Because I'm better at music than I am at dancing. I, I think... Not that I would be doing any of these, but... Yeah, I think the whole TikTok dancing thing is... That's not the question we're talking about. I don't have faith in this whole thing. <laughs> these every time i see one of these tiktok dancing videos it's it's you're just jealous because mm, you can't move your hips like that mm, you're all shoulders nick you're mm, all shoulders you're like tight shoulders back yeah, and forth yeah. less less uh smooth hip action i didn't claim to be limber <laughs> i'm gonna get off tiktok and social media in general because i think the fact that neither of us are big users of it kind of demonstrate like maybe this isn't the subject that we have the most expertise well in. i'm gonna keep practicing okay and i'm gonna have some bomb tiktok videos Ooh, that see that's an exciting promise to the listenership yeah i'm gonna do a dance one soon too <laughs> <laughs> you guys can get see, ready folks you can see how how all shoulder i am um okay tara so i have been playing video games lately Yes. But also for my entire life. Yes. Going back to when I was a little a little lad. My question to you is, and I know this isn't a subject in which you have a ton of expertise. No. But you're familiar enough with the concepts. Of video games? Yes. Yes. If you were to introduce a video game mechanic to your life, like you had access to a video game mechanic... Uh, what would you want to 
be the mechanic that you you had access to. Like, I don't understand this question. Sure. What do you mean mechanic? So there are a lot of uh, things in video games that don't exist in real life. Things like the double jump, where you jump once in the air and then you do a second midair jump. Or a save point. Or an extra life. Or a fast travel point, where if you go somewhere, you can instantly travel to that point again. Or a map that you can look at, like a like like in the little corner, you usually have a little map that you can kind of look in the direction, and it'll like show you where your objective is. Mm-hmm. Or leveling up, or any of these, these like that kind of thing. I'm gonna need to think about this because I don't know all of them. Only a few come to mind. Okay. Can we have the life bar? Sure. Yeah. So I think it would be interesting if you could see everyone's. Well, first of all, their lifespan. Well, that would be interesting. Wait, so the life bar would show how much more life you had to live. Yeah, like you would, you would know when everyone would die. Okay. Well, see, the life bar in a video game usually just shows how, like, how close to your full health you are. It doesn't show like. Yeah, how close you are to your inevitable demise. Isn't that what it is? And when you get too low, you die? Yeah, but that's usually more like, oh, um, this person just got in a car accident and has a broken leg. Their life bar would be much shorter. It's not sort of like, I guess you it would show you how how desperately you are clinging on to life. Like if you're at the very end sliver, if you just see an old person and they're like, oh, just have a tiny life Yeah, if I wanted to be bar. like Death Note, you could just see everyone's life years just floating above them you can just see everyone's little life bars oh okay i guess i i guess would this give you the ability to see if someone was about to get into a car accident yeah this is a different thing than a life bar well this is a made-up question so yeah but (laughs) this isn't even a video game mechanic this is something else fine (laughs) take away my answer um I mean, extra life seems pretty good. Sure. I could do reckless things. And just have an extra life ready to go. Yeah. Or I guess I could just wait out until I eventually die. Well. Ooh, because, wait, no. When you die and you get an extra life, you just are like that same you, right? You don't get younger. Usually. It depends Mm. on the game. Usually you go back to the beginning of the level. So... Let's if you're an old man, an old woman in your case, in a hospital bed, and you die in your extra life. I, I imagine you're just gonna go back to like that morning. Oh, lame. It's Never like mind. Not gonna be that helpful. Can I do the cooking thing where like you just like do three turns of a pot and you have a whole stew? Oh, I do like that. You're. I think you're referencing. Really cut down the the time of cooking sure. and like effort that you have to put in. You just like. That's true. And you just have one cauldron and you just go like, whew, 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 and then you have an entire meal for you and all of your whatever. So you're really just thinking of that Pokemon game I played where you could make a curry really quickly. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah, no, for sure. You can. You, that could be your choice, I think. Okay. I still would rather know everyone's life span. <laughs> sure. What are you going to do with that information? I don't know, but it seems like it would it would be useful. Okay. I don't. Okay, I don't think you've tackled like maybe the but best. But like, what if you know that this? like someone is like, oh, they only have ten more years to live. <sighs> like, yeah. Wow. Well, what are you gonna do with that info? I'm gonna teach them how to live life to the fullest in like a Disney Channel movie is... type inspirational 
friendship. I think you've given arc. your. I think you've given yourself a bad power. I think you've given yourself like you know like knowledge that it, you don't want. You know like like first of all, being able to see when you're going to die is like information you probably don't want. This is that equivalent. Imagine if tomorrow you could see oh five years hanging over my head. Well, yeah, I know, but then it's like let's save up all of our money. Let's figure this out. Let me get like. A new guy ready to go. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> get him on the <laughs> get him on the back burner. <laughs> so I don't have to do that transition part after. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. I mean, I love you, but like realistically, if it's only five years. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair, I guess. Okay. You can use this podcast to reach out to people. This is not. No, you can't find my. This, you can't find the next guy. Does anyone via, else want to be co-host of no, Unloaded Questions no. in five years? Uh-uh. Well, we'll take a few weeks off though. <laughs> a few weeks. A few weeks for morning period. <laughs> Still a little time. I'm the, I'm the co-host of the podcast. <laughs> well, not in five years. You won't be. Wait, are you just gonna get some? Is the other guy gonna be the next host? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's very cruel. <laughs> okay. I wasn't expecting that. I was thinking leveling up would be really good uh, in a video game if you develop a skill or, you know, you do something for a long enough period of time that you get a little bit better at it. Usually there's a little indicator that's like, hey, you leveled up. And like a little chime sounds, and usually you get like a skill point that you can put somewhere. And, and it's meant. Do you want me to just tell you good job and give you a gold star? Uh, sort of. But I, I think if life, like, really obviously rewarded hard work and like getting better at something with a obvious like indicator and like a you know like a little celebratory noise, um, I think it would make people and especially it would make me more motivated to like get stuff done that's all you need though it's just like a little good job it's very addicting that's like, like it's, it's that, that doesn't seem like enough i don't know it's very addicting it's it's one of the things that video games can do um that makes them so addicting for a lot of people is that real life doesn't give you little rewards for doing your responsibilities you know what i mean like it doesn't Real life doesn't celebrate your tiny victories, but video games, like it, the little the little things you do to get a little bit better, you have more tangible feedback loops. Um, so I think that would be a really positive thing, and it wouldn't like affect my life the way that like oh if I had a save point and then I could go back and like try things again, I think that would mess with me too much. Or an extra life, I feel like that would mess me up too much. But leveling up, I would just do what I'm doing now, but but better, more motivated. And like I can't pick like the mist like the the mystery boxes in Mario, right? Um, you could pick pick the mystery box. What do you want out of the little mystery? I don't know, boxes? but like if like every so often I just see that like box floating and I just can walk through it, and then I have shells that I can throw at people. Oh, you could sp- be intense. You want the Mario Kart version of these? Yeah, sure. And then like I go, and then all of a sudden I can get faster whenever I want for a burst of speed. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that would be freaking awesome. I mean, that's true. Are you picturing when you're driving or just walking around? Walking around. Now, would everyone have these boxes or just you? Just me. So you're just kind of randomly running into the street and go, papa, and then you yeah. get a little power up. 
Yeah. What if you I got don't the care in- how weird it looks if I'm at a party and all of a sudden I'm just like swerving around getting mm-hmm. the boxes. It's going to be funny if you get that invincibility star and you're just like, uh, you can't be hurt for a little while. But only, oh, yeah. only for like 15 seconds. So you're going to have to oh, start. We're going to get crazy you're for gonna do 15 something. seconds. <laughs> Jump off the roof. Okay, sure. Try and do weird stuff. I don't know. If you Chop got- off my arm with an axe. Or maybe my leg. That'd be easier. Like that would be intense. That'd be fun. I, I you wouldn't be able to chop your leg off while you had the invincibility. Star. I could make amazing TikToks though, trying, and people would be like, "Oh, how did you do that?" And be like, "Secrets." Temporarily invincible, but it's really not much time. You'd have to like play. TikToks are not that long. No, I mean you only have about fifteen seconds of um, invincibility, so you'd have to like hustle to get an axe. And get your phone out. But it isn't until you press the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're thinking of uh, of Mario Kart specifically. That's the only one right. I really know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You would get. So to I get pick. to wait. You can only have one at a time, but it's like that depends on the edition of Mario Kart. Sometimes well, you can the have one two. that I'm picking is which is the one that I know. Sure. <laughs> so you can only have one. Right. And then when you want to use it, you press A. I don't know. And like all I have to do is like press my nose, and all of a sudden I'm invincible for 15 seconds. It's pretty good. Axe is already in hand. I'm ready to go. Okay. Tara, do you have any other questions for us? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> mom jeans are coming back. Sure. Which I is... think they've been back. Oh, sure. But, like, recently. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy to me. Like, absolutely crazy. Mom jeans, really? I buy it. Ugh. Anyways. Listen, I grew up in the era of the really low-rise jeans. I, I I grew up watching Lita in WWE with the <laughs> with the, the that like whale tail. the whale tail the thong peeking out over the hips. Yeah, that's yeah. That was a very formative look for me. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh man. Not not one I wore. I was gonna say oh. Mm-hmm. Not not one I ever wore, but I definitely had a period where I thought it was appropriate for me to have my my boxers way up above like oh, my. No. Je- listen, it you wasn't went through that. Everyone did. I, listen, it wasn't just me. It was like how people. It's like how guys were wearing their pants at the time. Oh, trends, man. I know. They're so weird. Yeah. But yeah, so they're back. Not the not the whale tail, luckily, but. I don't think that's ever gone out of style. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it for sure has. I, I think I saw someone rocking that not too long ago out in the world, and I was like, <laughs> Oh, no. Whoa. Whoa, girl. <laughs> Slow your roll. Oh, just so uncomfortable. But you know how fashion trends come back, and constantly they just come back, so we don't want to make anything new. Right. What do you think the next old-fashioned trend should be and i guess not what do you think it should be but what would be fun you know i don't think grunge has really come back you know like like real grunge look like the ripped jeans skater jeans are now that's like they're barely jeans i know they're i know ripped jeans are back but like the t-shirt over the long sleeve shirt uh, you can yeah. only pick one thing, though, for this question. I, I, I want the whole grunge aesthetic to come back. Mm. It, or do, do you want me to just pick a specific thing? Yeah, so, like, maybe grunge will be, like, kind of back, but you have to pick one thing that's, <sighs> like, okay. we're back, baby. I, okay, I just have to pick one one thing that's gone and I miss it. Like, the marketing for it can be, like, grunge is back, but it's, like, for this question... Like, only t-shirts over long-sleeve shirts. 
I know it's close to mom jeans, but I'm going to say it anyway. I miss big jeans, you know? When I was younger... Like the really wide, baggy jeans? Not, not necessarily the Jenko jeans, which is what yeah. you might be thinking of. But, like, the general jeans aesthetic when I was younger was not super tight jeans. It was, like, pretty loose jeans. Yeah. Those, that's more comfortable than super tight jeans. Like, really clearly and obviously. I understand that tight jeans are in. I'm wearing them. I'm part of the world. Sort of. I'm trying. I'm close. I'm, I don't have the tightest jeans. I, I've, <laughs> I've found the appropriate midpoint for me. <laughs> and I like jeans. I, I just like like the like loose jean. I like I, I we can I, I, I think loose jeans were very good. I think it's good. I don't think it looked particularly good, but if everyone's doing it again, you know I'm going to get some really loose jeans. The kind of jeans where you could fit like like a full like toddler you, in there. Yeah, you could put like <laughs> I you could have a Game Boy color in each pocket, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you also love pockets. Of course, everyone loves pockets. You just want has, jeans that oh are my only God, pockets. Cargo pants, bring it back. Wait, were cargo pants ever in? Yeah, there was. It's skater culture had there were cargo pants were kind of in. Okay, I, guess. I think Kim Possible had cargo pants. Oh, you're That's, right. You're so right. So there was a time Ooh, that could work though, especially now with like crop tops and cargo pants. Yeah. Oh man, crop tops and cargo pants. That's a look. I would. It's totally a look. Yeah. Yes. Bring it back. All right. And then I can wear cargo pants and like a and t-shirt. A crop top. <laughs> no, I can wear like a t-shirt over a long sleeve shirt and cargo pants and Vans. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm gonna be comfy as hell, <laughs> and I'm gonna look so cool. <laughs> Oh man! I would I would look like that meme of Steve Buscemi walking up to kids in a high school, going, "What up, fellow kids?" <laughs> Our future kids are gonna look back at pictures of that of like that trend and be like, "Oh wow, when yeah. was this taken? So ancient." Be like, "Nope, that was only a few years ago." Well, the thing is, they're gonna look at what uh, we are wearing now and think that. So, like, regardless of whatever is the trend That's we true. pick, it will be dated eventually. So. I say anything fashionable will eventually be dated, so let's just be super cozy, huh? <laughs> okay. I wanted grills. G grills? Yeah. Why? Let's bring back grills. Why would we bring back grills? Because, like, customizable, you can, like, it'd be, like, the new accessory. <sighs> Everyone can have them. If you have bad teeth, mm. cover them up. Not a big deal. Uh... Grills. And I never got to wear a grill. I think this just stems from the fact that I never got to wear a grill. Tara, you don't want to see a bunch of people walking around with grills, really. And then if you have like Invisalign or something, you can just put grills over it. You don't have to be embarrassed at all am about I, your teeth. Am I crazy? Are grills something you just like pop in over your teeth for yeah. a moment? Or I thought they were like us. You had to get them installed. Installed? I think you did. What? <sighs> I thought they were like a retainer, I, <laughs> but like cool and expensive. I actually am not sure. You might be right because it I sounds thought, so I thought crazy. That they could like take it out and be like, "Here's my collection of grills." If you had to go to the dentist every time to like 
I'm, swap out a grill. I'm picturing that's the, crazy. I can't imagine that like yeah, all these rappers went to like the dentist all the time to get their grill swapped. I'm picturing the bad guy in Enter the Dragon who had a bunch of different <laughs> hands that he could yeah. screw on. So I'm picturing that, but with grills. Oh, maybe a more salient reference for our listeners would be Captain Hook had a bunch of different uh, hooks. So either either way, actually, you think. One of those predated the other. Is it possible that Captain Hook was the inspiration for the bad guy from Enter the Dragon? Yeah. Because that Captain Hook, that Peter Pan cartoon is old, old. old older than Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> I never considered that. A new thought. Yeah. Goodness. All right. Love to explore that deeper. Uh, after a short break. Welcome back. <sighs> Telling you, this is sonic warfare. You're going to have people... just working on my mind control. <laughs> people are going to be yawning on the road. In order to yawn, you have to close your eyes. That's sneezing. Yeah, that's true. But it, <laughs> but it would still be very distracting while driving to have a big yawn. <laughs> so, Tara, I've got a question for you. I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... We all know about Scoville units, right? The units that measure spicy. Oh, yes. So my question to you, Tara, is if there was a new unit of measurement that was about to be introduced, named after you. Terra unit? Sure. Uh, you know, like, oh, that's 10 Terras. What do you, th what would you want that to be a measurement of? Ooh, sleepiness. A measurement of sleepiness. Yeah. Because you know when people are like, how are you? And like, oh, I'm tired. And you're like, okay. But that could be a lot of, that could be a lot of things, right? Like that could be like, I'm sleepy. Like I want to go to bed. That could be like, I'm tired. Like my body's physically tired. Like there's a whole scale of tiredness, of sleepiness. And I'm like sleepy all the time. So it'd be a great Tara. And then, like, you could have specific, like, it's like a spectrum of, like, closer to, like, tired, tired, closer to exhaustion, and then, like, more specified answer to, how are you feeling? I'm sleepy or tired. Yeah. I think I like that. Did you, you know, just be more accurate when uh, people ask you stuff. Sure. I th would like a measurement of friendship. Ew. No, no, no. I think this is good. Ew, the power of friendship. No, it, that's, honestly, what you just said is my point. Right now, we have a few kinds of levels of friendship, right? We've got acquaintance, friend, best friend, and that's about it. That's three levels. There's no way to differentiate between friends in terms of units of power. I think... Oh, you have friends, right? Yeah, she's my friend. Right. But Do that... you have, oh, we're good friends, to like, we're really good friends, to like, best friends, and then special friends. But there's so much mystery to, does someone regard me as a good friend? Am I a best friend? Are we just like, for kind of friends? Uh, yeah, but I, I like that. Why do you no? I want yeah. I want some mystery there. I don't want people knowing where I stand all the time. God, I would. I want everyone to give me a number before at the beginning and end of every social interaction I go to, 
and I ideally monthly so you can, updates. Like, you, can, you can start off as a four and end the night as a two. Yeah, sure. I say some bad stuff over the course of a given party. You have lost friends mid-party. I'm sure. <laughs> and gained friends mid-party. That's why I want everyone to give me a number at the beginning and end. And I would maybe out of a out of a system of about a hundred. But like, how would that work? Does that have to be like, ooh, that's like a Black Mirror episode, where it's like you walk in every time you walk in, everyone has to give you a score. Well, I think the important thing would bet the these would be secret outside of you and the other person. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, it's anonymous. It, well, it's not. But no, what it's, does it matter? No, it's not anonymous. I I would know your number for me, and you would know my number for you. But that's not something that the world would know. That's not something that we are necessarily sharing out. How would we know these we numbers? We tell each other the numbers. So every time someone walks in a room, we all have to like line up and like. No, you can. No, no, no. You can establish what your numbers at, and you don't necessarily have to always talk to somebody. You don't always have to give the number, but it would be helpful for everyone to just have a concept no, of what the number no, no, no. is. It has to be forced or not, because then it's like, oh, she didn't give me the number. What do you think that means? Does that mean that she doesn't like me? Does that mean she likes me too much? I don't know. And then it's going to be a whole thing Tara, more than if you just didn't do any of this at all. You don't need to announce the temperature in the room all the time. For the temperature to be something that exists. This is what I'm talking about. We just, like, I would just know that you're a hundred for me. And I would know that I'm a hundred for you. What's the max? Hundred. Okay. <laughs> the max is a thousand. I was just going to say, I mean, that means nothing if there's no, no top. The max is a hundred. The bottom is zero. Zero doesn't mean animosity. Zero just means I, I don't know you. You're a stranger. Okay, so zero is stranger. Zero is a stranger. 100 is best love ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. how I describe it. Sure. Yeah. Best love ever. And then in the middle, you've got your good friends, your best friends, your 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 acquaintances, your your friends who like you and I are friends. But if we were in a group situation, if, if all of a sudden instead of a group situation, it was just you and me for an hour, we wouldn't know what to talk about. That's a le- I want a number to, to describe that friendship. I know, but I, I don't, I don't want, I want my friends to like think about like, I wonder where I stand. I want oh, a little mystery. See, right now they're all thinking, wait, what number would I be? Yeah. And that's what I want. I want there to be a mystery about it, to be like, yeah, how close do you think we are? Not to just be like, you're a 10 out of 100. I, I want all mystery gone. I want clarity of purpose between friendships. I would like everyone to be very direct about how they are feeling and see, thinking. See, this is how I lose friends, though. You know, that... I don't know what to tell you. I think that if you, if, if. This is a bad system for me. I can't be honest. If you have friendships predicated on the idea that they think you like them more than you do, why would you want to keep those friendships? Well, maybe they're your friends. <laughs> well, no, that's, and that's fine. Like, if I have a good friend and he's like, oh, yeah, but to me, you're only like a seven. Like, I know who you are, but like, I don't feel anything about you. I would. Why? Let's be open. Let's be honest. Let's just tell each other how we feel all the time. With your cargo pants. Yes. Yes. I'm okay if I don't have that many big numbers. I just want to know. I just would. <laughs> I'd rather. I'd rather be open about this sort of thing. I think your dad will be with me on this one. Um. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but that's okay. I. I. I would prefer honesty. I think, and I would prefer. I, I realize that this could tend towards the dystopian, but I don't I don't envision it that way. I like the idea that it would be just like, oh, we're actually going to openly and honestly communicate about how close are we really? Aw, no secrets. <laughs> 
Well, uh, on that note, I think it's time for our uh, next segment. What's our next segment? Uh, I got a guy. So, Nick, do you have a guy? Oh, I got guys. I got guys like I got thighs. Meaning I have two of them. I was going to say two (laughs) small ones. I have... Well, if you look at length, I have good-sized thighs. If you're just talking about girth. Girth. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Some skimpy guys coming up, folks. Okay. I got a guy. I, got a guy. Uh, I call this guy the librarian. And they have two powers. One is they know where everything is. Two, they can shush anybody. Anybody can shush anybody. Yes, but when you are shushed, you are forced to be silent forever for i don't know if a librarian shushes you how long do you think you're probably gonna be quiet for a minute okay i would probably if you're if you're like someone who doesn't really care and is being like talking loudly ish in a library yeah i doubt that like a shush from a librarian is gonna like be like oh i've seen the error of my ways must be quiet oh okay i mean i've been shushed by a librarian before and i def they definitely got a good eight minutes of quiet out of me Eight is so specific. I mean, this was around eight. I would say about eight minutes of like right, really. This is I'm your not guy. You can be, yeah. you can be I'm going to say you get around eight minutes of silence um, after getting shushed. Okay. What do you think of this guy? I mean, I definitely think that finding stuff is good. Mm-hmm. That's like that's super helpful. Oh yeah. Well, oh well. Hold on. That's super helpful in life kind of helpful as a superhero right the shush thing i don't see that being that being very well that's very good for like a few villains sure if they have like sound based powers based powers but like if not it's kind of like that's just rude (laughs) yeah so i understand that it's a librarian thing don't think that's going to be super super helpful but I do think that it would be good, and I feel like he would be good maybe in, like, a team. I was thinking as, like, a detective, he would be pretty good. Oh, sure. I was also thinking, like, Jessica Jones-style mm-hmm. universe, where it's like, yeah, that's your job. Then, yes, I do think that would be pretty good. And also, in, like, a stealth mission, if you are able to shush somebody and then they can't, um, like, call for backup, that's really good, right? Yes, I, I guess that's true. Okay, so I have to think about him in a... Sort of like a... Realistic, kind of like smaller scale. Yeah. He's not like, in a Superman world here. No, more in a Batman, Daredevil kind yeah. of world. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's called the librarian? Uh, he or she, yeah. Um, do they wear like a detective trench coat or do they look like a librarian? <laughs> I think they look like a librarian, like full on librarian. Okay. Uh, pencil in the hair, librarian. I got a guy. Okay. His name is Flashbulb. Okay. And I'm not sure if this person already exists. It's very possible. Is it flashbulb two words? Like flashbulb? Sure. Okay. Um, and it like creates like a big light. Like it takes a picture with a flash. Uh-huh. And then you're stuck in that photograph. Like you're stuck where you are. So it freezes you. Uh-huh. And then it can become a photograph around you. And then, so this is more of a villain actually. What? Yeah. So you're stuck in like a box. And then I th- I'm, I'm picturing him you're stuck having in a box. Yeah, it's like you're stuck in a box, like a you know, like you know, you have like a framed photograph. Sure. So you're like stuck there, 
And then I'm picturing him having like this room, like full of live people on his walls. Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> framed. Okay, sorry. But, so, <laughs> all right, all right. I, so I you're need... still alive, but you're just there forever until okay you can get out until someone saves you. I guess. Honestly, I think the name is a misnomer because this person's power isn't I create a flash. It but that's is. What, it's the picture. It's the flash. Right, but her their power is I trap you eternally in a in a photo. Yeah. That's that's not flash bulb. That's the hell cameraman. That doesn't have a good ring to it. Or just the photographer, probably, right? That's maybe. Or gallery, depending on how you want to look at it. Ooh, I like gallery. Yeah, they Okay. So their power is they trap you in a photo. That's my pen going. <laughs> I'm crossing it out. I like gallery better. Yeah. Yeah. Can they let you out? Yes. Okay. So this is this is. They the... can let you out, but like, mm-hmm. only to use you. Oh, what? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. What if they want to use you and your powers, they don't have like mind control, but like I don't know. Well, they can certainly. It's like you're enslaved to them. Right. Well, they can put you in the in the photo for like a year, and then say, "I will let you out if you work for me," <laughs> and yeah. then people will probably do it. Yeah, so like for normal people, yeah. Yeah, you work for the uh, for gallery because the alternative is terrifying. I mean, this is a good villain. Yeah. This would be a, a very good villain because you could have the hero get it in would like find the fo- the hall of photos and not know what it is. Yes. And then they later, don't move. it's not like Harry Potter where they move; like they're just stuck there. That is scary stuff. Yeah, I like this guy. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah. You know, you could, I I don't know if this is true or not, but there was, I, I know I've heard that Native American cultures are not into photographs because they think it's like, it's not Trapping good. The, yeah, right. it's like, yeah, something I've heard, the soul. I've, or, but that's every time you take a picture, it's like you're you're taking a little bit of somebody's soul. Right. I don't know if that's true or that's just apocryphal, but um, if it is true, you could certainly have a Native American character sort of bring this up to the hero at some point in the story. Um, oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. No, that's a good villain. It kind of writes itself. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thank you. Okay. I have another guy. Okay. Um, have you ever heard the expression, all elbows and knees? Are you being creepy? No. What? It's an expression. Oh. No. I haven't. Uh, there's an expression, all elbows and knees, that kind of suggests that someone's like really gaunt or thin. Like they're just like, oh. they're just like all elbows or all knees. It's like they're just bony and pokey. I've never heard that. Oh, well, that that's going to make this guy a little less fun. But uh, Well, you just explained it to me. So. Sure. So, so this, it's a really thin person. No, this guy's called all elbows and knees. Wait, the name is all elbows and knees? That's the name of this guy. And uh, he's all elbows and knees. <laughs> I'm picturing like well, a, like such a, a bad name. Right. Well, I'm picturing a giant be, moving mass of like thousands long of elbows and knees <laughs> kind of like moving in like a like um herky-jerky insectoid way. Um kind of like like kind of like a centipede or a millipede. <laughs> Just like but composed of thousands and thousands of elbows and knees. But their elbows and knees are so similar. Can't you just pick one? No, his name is all elbows and knees because that's the expression. So can we call him like 
Ake? I think some people. I think I'll. What? what? A E A K. I think. All elbows and knees. No one's going to call him. Oh, no. Here comes all elbows and knees. That's that's horrible. Um, that's like not scary and hard to say. You wouldn't want to read that over and over in a comic. I hate the name. I love the guy. So I really wanted to, like, ache. I think all elbows. Sometimes people just say all elbows. So he can just be all elbows. All elbows is better. Okay. He's all elbows then. Because it gets the same thing across, and yeah. he's like an elbow, just no, that's, slightly that's bigger. No, that's true. He's all elbows, then. Okay. All right. Better. Okay. And this is a hero? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. This is a monstrosity. But what are the powers? Uh, he's all el- he's, He can make more elbows. <laughs> he just... How, how, how many? As many as he needs. Can they only be on him? Yeah. Yeah. So he can't just like... He can't... Throw, <laughs> he can't like get an elbow to come out of your the person's mouth? Um. No. He can like, just... Oh. No, he, but he is, like, somewhere in this guy is a person who is now just surrounded by a roiling mass of elbows. And none of them get, like, arthritis or anything? They're all, like, healthy... No, they're great elbows. Great elbows? Great elbows. Huh. All right. I like it. Good. Um, it's, it's weird, but... It's, it's horrifying, but I, as soon as I had the thought, I couldn't help but tell you. <laughs> no, I like that. Okay, great. I got a gal. All right. Give me a gal. Uh, her name is Mistress Quickly, from is, a Shakespeare nerds out there. Is there a pun in there or something? Well, that's so that's a character from Shakespeare. There's a, a character from Shakespeare called Mistress Quickly. Yes, she was in Mary Wise of Windsor, and she was also in Henry the Fourth and Fifth, which everybody forgets about. She's in both. It's a different character. She there's but a crossover the character. <laughs> That would be amazing. No, there's just a different character. She's also named that. Mistress Quickly. Yeah, it's. It's shocking. Anyways, um, so she's in Shakespearean dress. Okay. And she can go really fast, like the Flash. Uh, it's pretty simple. Yeah. But I just, I just like it as like, like more like a like a small town, fast. I mean, gal I'm... who's like Shakespearean dress, and then like always has like her her uh, punchline at the end will be like will just be couplets. I mean, it's it's good. It's good. I like the idea of a speedster who isn't in like the prerequisite speedster outfit. Because whenever you see a, a a fast person in a comic, they always they always kind of look like the Flash. Like mm-hmm. there's a look, you know. It's like a tight, really tight suit. Yeah. It usually doesn't have like goggles. A, doesn't have a belt. Usually, it's like really streamlined looking, which kind of makes sense. You're super fast Mm -hmm. but i really like the idea of a speedster wearing what to me would like it's one of the hardest things to run in (laughs) i could imagine that's why it's even more impressive Uh, sure (laughs) yeah all right yeah i'm into it does she have like a sword like Um, like a like a fencing foil or something fencing i didn't even think about sure i mean she's like shakespeare i feel like that would be one of the advantages of wearing a period costume is you could that's have like true. a period yeah, okay. weapon yeah like a yeah we'll do like like a foil because i was thinking like that'd be hard to run with like maybe like a dagger but foil makes more sense that's more shakespearean yeah it would be hard to run with that but it would also be hard to run in this outfit at all well yeah that's why it's also like well, sure you know it's yeah, like make-believe yeah she's and she just dunks on you with couplets that's good. Did you did you write out any couplets for her? I did come up with one. Oh my god! I In was, case you asked, <laughs> I was joking. I was trying to just put you on the spot. Okay, you've got no, one. Well, I did, and then I was like, "Oh man, if Nick's gonna ask me, he's gonna be like, okay, come up with a couplet.'" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh man," so I did think about it a little bit. Okay, lay it on me. All right. 
The time has come for me to run. I've kicked your ass and it's been fun. And then she runs away. <laughs> I think in order to really sell this, I think you have to do that like faux British that most people who are doing Shakespeare are doing. Oh, no, because it's not British. I think she's, yeah, exactly. I, well, I don't think she's from Shakespearean times either, but she's wearing the outfit. Yeah. All right. So that's Mistress Quickly for you. I like that. I have a team. Ooh, a team. A little team. I've actually got two teams, but we're going to go with this one first. Okay, this is a three-man team. Okay. Okay. You've got cat person. Uh, dog person. Oh, jeez. And horse girl. Horrible. And I hate all, it so far. And they're all on a team together. Oh, jeez. Okay, turn turn this around because I hate it so far. You don't like cat person, dog person, and horse girl? No. <laughs> um. Well, their powers are that they command these animals, not that they are oh. have the traits of them or something. I still don't like it. Keep going. Um, and they have all the traits that you would usually assume that a dog, like a dog person, behaves the way that you assume a dog person would behave. You know what I mean? No, because there are so many dog people out there, and they don't all act the same way. Yeah, but I, of course, and all cat people don't behave a certain way and all horse girls don't well, behave they, a certain way well, what sorry was, what was that <laughs> what was that tara what are we saying about horse girls over there so i i would say that these are like the archetypal example of that uh that that type you know what i mean dog person has a backwards cap on uh is wearing shorts has a frisbee on him just excited to be here has that golden retriever personality i was gonna say you, you but you're not talking about like the people you're talking about like the dog no 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 this is like this yeah is... but that's not true there are so many dog people out there that are totally not like that right and there are a lot of cat people who are not like super reserved quiet prefer to read their books but that is the cat person archetype so that is what cat person has and there are a lot of horse girls that date in high school <laughs> But the superhero horse girl certainly doesn't. <laughs> this might be bullying. That's gonna, gonna say. This might be bullying. That's right. Shout out to all the horse girls out there. You know who you are. We love you. So that's that's the team: dog person, cat person, and horse girl. I thought about putting like snake guy in there because there's also a snake guy archetype, but uh, I did not add him. Um, I kind of hate it. All right. But. That's fine. I get where you're going with it. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Okay. Tara, I have a second team that I want to get to. Okay. So I might just hop into my next team. Now, I'm going to describe these guys, okay? So, this is the leader of the team. He can turn the world inside out. He can become a shooting star. He's like a tiger. He can fly. He has the speed of a racing car. Um, he, his body temperature is at a minimum 200 degrees. Is this a song? And he can travel at the speed of light. Wait, wait, wait. Is this a song? Wait, these are lyrics to a song. And he not only can travel at the speed of light, but he can make someone else travel at supersonic speeds. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um... He is also a sex machine, ready to reload like an atom bomb. How? <laughs> what? Uh, and they call him Mr. Fahrenheit. This is one person on the team? Yeah, this is one guy. 
How? His name is Mr. Fahrenheit. I like it as a joke, but... No, so... How do you turn the world inside out? Uh, that's a, a really good question. I don't... I, that one is the least uh, fleshed out in my mind I'm of what so it means. so hung up on how, <laughs> why... I don't know. What? I don't really know what that one means. Uh, but both most of his powers seem to focus on speed. Um, he can travel at the speed of light, fly... Um, and can turn other people supersonic. So like, I think this just seems way too good. He's just it, listen. This is a very powerful character, right? That's why he's the leader of the team. Then I've got another guy. He can travel infinite distance. Never gets tired. He can survive elevations above twenty nine thousand feet. Can't be stopped by winds uh, above two hundred miles an hour. Can't be stopped by rain up to about seventy one inches. Can't be stopped by cold up to like negative 144 degrees Fahrenheit. And he cannot be reduced from his top speed. So he's like a juggernaut. He can't be slowed down, can't be stopped, and can't be paused by any of these natural phenomena. And his name is Ain't No Mountain High. <laughs> Did you have fun coming up with these Oh, guys? I, had a, I had a blast. <laughs> then I've got an, another guy. She, this has got to be a girl. She... Is she's uh, what? Nick? She's she's well versed in etiquette. She's extraordinarily nice, but she's also dynamite with a laser beam, and she's guaranteed to blow your mind. Which again, I so I have to imagine this is some sort of like telepathic blast that she can hit you with. She never keeps the same address, so she's on the move, and she was guaranteed to absolutely drive you wild. So she's some sort of mental psychic power character um, called Killer Queen. And then I've got another guy. So this is kind of the powerhouse of the team. Uh, he's some kind of demigod, obviously. Uh, he is streetwise, um, rides a fiery steed. He is strong, fast, and he is currently fresh from a fight. He's described as racing on the thunder and rising with the heat. I don't really know what this means, but up where the mountain meets the heavens above, out where the lightning splits the sea. So I'm picturing his lair would have to be at some sort of mountain, oceanside mountain. What a nice place to be. <laughs> I know. Um, and you can somehow hear his approach like a fire in your blood. So I have to imagine that when he's coming, you're like, Get really it, hot. <laughs> it becomes really obvious that he's on his way. Not very sneaky. I think he's just a, a hero that is worth holding out for. Um, so I, actually, as, as I was working on this one specifically, it really occurred to me that uh, Bonnie Tyler, her standards for men are too high. <laughs> this is... She's just been hurt too many times. She's looking for that perfect guy. No, but this is... this guy's, like She needs a hero. No, this guy's crazy. <laughs> like, this isn't just a hero. Like, a fireman's a hero. This is something else. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> you actually have to be Zeus. Her standards are too high. I have another guy. Kind of breaks the format, but I really wanted to include him. Um, he's strong as 10 men. Uh, he has battle experience because he has faced uh, 100 bad guys with swords. Um, he's implied to be extremely handsome. And he owns the following animals. 75 golden camels. Uh, 53 peacocks. 95 white Persian monkeys. 10,000 servants and flunkies who all love to serve him, 60 elephants, 
Llamas galore, which I gotta put it, I don't know, how many is galore? How many is a galore? It's at least 20. And I think that's... A galore? <laughs> I think that's the low end. I don't 20. know. 20? How? Well, it depends on the where it is, right? I would think 100 llamas minimum. Well, let's see. If I had 20 llamas in this house right now, that would be llamas galore. So it really depends on kind of your perspective. Depends on the cage. Okay. He's got bears, lions, a brass band, 40 fakirs, cooks, bakers, and birds that warble on key, which is maybe my favorite one. Because not only does he have these birds, but they are all trained to sing in on a specific key. Uh, so this is Prince Ali, obviously. Yes. Um, and this is my team. I don't have a name for them. What is what is Prince Ali going to do with all those animals? I don't know. I, I imagine he's sort of like a an animal animal summoner type. He just sort of attacks you with all these monkeys and bears and elephants. But like, and but then they're if not you, magical, magical. No. So like, there's just going to have a bunch of dead animals. Uh, maybe. Oh, he also has ten thousand servants and flunkies. So that's a lot of people. That's true. Well. I like that you had fun. I did have a lot of fun. I think that these guys are just just too powerful to be all together. That's like that's just, oh man, there's nowhere to go with that comic. Like that's that's too much, too much, you Nick. Know, that's as, too much. As I described them, good. I think Killer Queen, Mister Fahrenheit, and the hero from Holding Out for a Hero could all be in like a cosmic comic where they fight people like Thanos. Like they would have to be. They're like way, way, way too powerful. Right. Like even individually, like that's a lot. Right. Altogether. Yeah. No, they're holy like, crap. they're a very powerful trio. But then I think Prince Ali and Ain't No Mountain could probably well, they're like the sidekicks. They're like they're on a different show entirely. They're like oh, they're okay. like they're like more like city tier and Mr. Fahrenheit and Killer Queen are like I don't know cosmic tier they're like very different yeah yeah so this is my team do you think they're good i really like mr fahrenheit a lot i do i do think they're very good i think like i said too good and even. Then he could look like freddie mercury but be a flying like speed of light guy that's awesome oh, he'd be so shiny yeah <laughs> now i gotta say the fact that he's a, like a sex machine ready to reload like an atom bomb is concerning i was gonna say that just makes like he just seems like a big creep he's it's he's a problem he's for a, sure he, like that's bad he's gonna use his power for for bad i think that if the u.s government for had evil. to encounter mr fahrenheit it would be a big problem yeah oh boy these are definitely like a bunch of like characters for sure yeah for sure definitely would have a lot of fun like yeah. they, they aren't boring yeah i think I think ain't no mountain a little a little bit maybe, but yeah, that show won't be as good. But the other three, mm -hmm. I think it would be top tier. You know, honestly, it might be good to watch uh, the hero from Holding Out for a Hero fight against Killer Queen and Mister Fahrenheit, who are the villains. That might be a fun. That's a fun show. Yeah, Killer Queen has villain energy, and Mister Fahrenheit is highly questionable. But the hero from Holding Out on a Hero, I feel like Mister Fahrenheit awesome. can be like he he's the bad guy, so it's like. He starts off as the bad guy mm -hmm. and then ends up teaming up with sure. He's the I need a hero yeah. and then like yeah and it's just like the arcs are really like you don't really know where he stands but the audience like you get really drawn in because you like him so much yeah. and he does good stuff but then he also does bad stuff. Yeah. I think Mr. Fahrenheit would be that's the role you want. You want to like the best actor wants to play Mr. Fahrenheit not the hero. Oh for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's gonna have the biggest fandom. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then in our in our in our new app, people can write come up fan and write fiction. with fan fiction of Mister Fahrenheit. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Plus, he alone will bring the mustache back, so that's pretty good. <laughs> well, Tara, do you have any more guys? Okay, so so this is a nice one. This is a this is a hero. All right. Named Pop. Okay. Nick, do you know what that stands for? Period over period. <laughs> no. In business, sometimes that's what it stands for. No, it stands for power of positivity. Okay. And so you know how villains are always putting out putting out a lot of like negative energy, like doing like villainous monologues, and like. Would you describe villainous monologues as negative energy? I feel like most villains are like, they're pretty up. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're they're on the go. I don't. You don't see many villains who are like, "What's the point?" But that's like, not. A, but I'm not saying they're depressed. I'm saying. I think they have positive energy. They're just putting it to negative use. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> okay. Negative use. All right. Monologues. Sure. Yeah. But it's always coming out, and it's very like oh, they do the p- world is this, and you. Oh, that's can't, true. You know, it's like yeah, some are like kind of fun and whatever, but like there's a lot of like. Yeah, they're downers. They're downers. Right. Putting out a lot of negative energy to to the heroes, to like the people for no reason, it seems like. Yeah, All you, that got, kind of you stuff. got Thanos out there going like, you were destined to fail. You would always lose. And it's like the, the trope too of like they always do like a long monologue too. And like sometimes they talk their whole plan out with their long monologue and so it gets them into trouble. And that's sometimes the, the window the hero needs to win. Uh, Yeah, sure. So Pop... Can take that negative energy, okay, turn it into positive energy, and use it like a like a power ball, okay, to, to attack. So the more you mon- the more destruction and bad things that Pop surrounds herself with, the more powerful powerful her ball of energy will become, right? Yeah. So does Pop like volunteer a lot? Could she store this up? I think that's going to come in a later episode. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, Pop could probably become, like, a, a counselor or a therapist or something and just, like, really store up all the, all the bad stuff and then later just wail on somebody with someone else's grief. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like for, like, if it's, like, a, if it's a lower-tiered character, like, uh-huh. that's pretty good. Like, her secret identity is a guidance counselor at a school. I've always thought that would be a great, I like, hero. Yeah, I know you said therapist, but... Yeah. This I've... one makes sense for, like, a like a school guidance counselor. Oh, that's super fun. And then you fun. can use that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was thinking more on, like, a bigger scale, like, like Thanos, and, like, I'm picturing, um, from the boys a little bit, uh, Light, Light Star, whatever her name is. Starlight. Star, there we go. Starlight. Mm-hmm. Um kind of vision a little bit okay but i was thinking more on like a bigger scale because like really baddies are putting out a lot of bad energy sure so you can really use that and and have that okay but i do like i do like counselor pop i've always liked that idea because they're like doing such good work in their lives like there are a lot of reporter superheroes and there's nothing wrong with being a reporter, but it would seem to me that someone who was heroic in their superhero life would also probably want to be heroic in their day to day. It's not that reporters aren't heroic. Well, it's also but, like know. if you're a reporter, you're going to be on the scene. That's true. That's, where it's like, it's very oh, convenient. I can just like go to where there's this big thing happening and mm-hmm. then it's like my job. Like if you're in a school and you're like a teacher, 
and something bad's going to happen and you're like, can't take off. I don't have enough teacher sick days. Like, <laughs> it's a different thing. A reporter is just like, if you're, especially if you're kind of freelance, it's like, yeah, you can just, yeah, yeah that makes sense. It gives you flexibility to be a superhero. And see, that makes a lot of sense when you look at earlier superheroes where they were fighting like one villain a week. And it was a new villain, and they were like, "Hey, I'm Pace Pot Pete. This is my deal." And then you beat him up, and then you and then you don't see them again. Mm-hmm. But now most superheroes have these like big dynamics with their villain. So I'm saying that like if you had a superhero who was also the therapist at the jail where the supervillains went, that would be a very fun dynamic. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, I like Pop. Pop. Uh, listeners, I think that's gonna do it for us. We went a little long this episode. <gasps> Which is exciting. So, you can follow us at Unloaded Q, uh, Unloaded Questions on Instagram, Unloaded Q on Twitter, or UnloadedQ at gmail.com. Send us an email. Please leave us a five-star review and recommend us to a friend. And follow us on TikTok. Oh, right. At Unloaded Questions. I forgot that we have a TikTok now. Yeah, we do. How exciting. Um, Yeah, and so just recommend us to a friend. Tell them your rating. Sure. And then themselves, and then uh, recommend this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, please walk up to someone and say, "Uh, this podcast, five stars. You should listen to it. (laughs) Walk away. You, you're 50. Yeah. (laughs) At at 50, you're allowed to start recommending podcasts to people. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for us. See you Um, next Wednesday. I'm Nick. I'm Tara, and I'm going to take a nap. This has been a production of Longboy Media. (laughs) (laughs) 